Welcome back to All the Cynics for episode six of the Two Cynics podcast. We are back this week. Uh, new show, new clips on TikTok, and uh, another flip-flop move by me. I'm back in on New York. After talking about last week how the new car smell had worn off and how you trolled me with Miami, I think I'm back. Was it Succession? No, I think succession is part of it. We can start there, but I actually was thinking about parting ways with a city where all this stuff is filmed. Succession, Billions. I mean, I can name a a million other shows, no pun intended, that are filmed there. And especially with succession, a lot of the recent stuff has been happening right near where I live, which we don't need to bleep out. If you saw it, you saw it. If you didn't, you didn't. If you're not, listen. I'm not living in any of the super expensive places. Yeah. yeah um, no shit. Yeah. It's, fucking, it's on a podcast. It's got a podcast with 98 TikTok followers. 99. Uh, 99. We're, we're almost there. 99. And a shout out to Connor Chinnis commented on TikTok. W podcast. W take. W gentleman. Shout out. Shout out Connor Chinnis. This could be our new motto. We might have to have to troubleshoot that idea moving forward, but appreciate the love. We've been roasted quite a bit for exclusively. Only get roasted. Nobody. Like, I have a feeling that the people that follow us, they're following us either out of spite or because they're so radical that they agreed with like seven percent of one of our takes, and now you have this guy coming in saying that we basically hit the bullseye. Yeah, W Podcast. Did he listen? Did we get any listens lately? So we have, we finally have, I know I I read out some of the listener numbers last week, but we finally got a second listener on Spotify. That's not me. Uh, And it's still a male in my demographic. So it might be Connor Chinnis. I don't know. All right. Shout shout out Chinnis. Yeah. Follow us. We we noticed you only streamed it. You didn't, you didn't follow us yet. So yeah, one more (laughs) step to go. I thought he'd be a bot, but he looks like he has a high school like senior picture uh, with a watermark on it. His mom probably paid $930 for that watermark and the graduation photos that came with it. No, she didn't pay for anything because it's still got like whatever it says, VIP photos plastered across it. <laughs> he he just downloaded the, the free JPEG version yeah, t- before t- the, t- the, the checkout off the Internet. Shout uh, out to we're not roasting you. You are, are you are only. You yeah, know. no. If anything, we're roasting the days when we used to be in high school when we would uh, we would have to go through all this stuff around that time of year. And I remember my parents were always like, "Yo, you need to be perfect for these pictures." And now it's like nobody looks at them except for my grandparents. God, I mean, I look like a different human being in those pictures, in a good way or a bad way. I don't know. I, I always, I still have an insecurity that I look too young, like in my profession. Um, but if, I mean, the way I looked then, I, part of it was that I was skinny, but like, God, I looked 12. Speaking of looking too young, I just, I can't get away. And I, and I don't know if we've talked about it on the show yet, but the whole being called buddy and, and pal, I can't, I can't escape it. Part of me wants to stay young, especially as we're nearing our late twenties, but Everywhere I go, doorman in the building just now walked up, picked up a couple packages. Thanks, buddy. Have a great night, buddy. And I, Shout I like back the guy. Him, I make triple what you make, buddy. I see. I like the guy, so I, I harbor no desire to have that kind of reaction. But everywhere I go, I, I I don't know what it is. Facial hair, no facial hair, long hair, short hair, no hair. It it doesn't matter. Can't escape it. Listen. I have a family. I'm literally a dad and I still feel like everybody looks at me and says, thanks buddy. Like even people that clearly are not forget financially it. And like, I feel like I, I do pretty well. We both do pretty well in our, you know, in our day jobs and, you know, pretty set up in life with, you know, I, again, I have a fucking family, but I still feel like everybody looks at me. He's like, thanks buddy. You know, appreciate it, pal. Pal, sport. I don't hear sport. Like I don't think anyone hears sport or champ. Sport is like a summer camp nonsense type of thing. Or like you're deliberately trying to, you know, do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
which I think you did to somebody. I think you did to that to somebody on either Twitter or TikTok, if I remember correctly. He called us buddy. He said buddy to us, so I called him sport because you know that's his problem. Hate it. We've always hated this. And like some people, you could tell are like sincere about it, and it doesn't bother me. Like if a guy's like. I don't know. There are some people when they say it, like, you know, they don't mean it in a bad way. They call everybody buddy, just lack of self-awareness probably. But others, you just, you know. You know what's nefarious, basically. Yeah, they suck. What The last one that I, that recently came up for me was boss. Because. Is it like some guy like moving a TV? No, no, not, not even, not even called me boss. I've been doing a lot of shopping recently. May is a really bad month for me. Instacarting. Both in, no, not, no, not Instacarting. You're not not an Instacart shopper. I am, but I'm talking about, you don't understand. I'm asking you if you're doing the Instacart shopping, David, David has started shopping. David has five, 542 five-star ratings recently. No, I'm, I'm I'm trying to clean up my wardrobe and get on a a fashion upgrade. So last May, yeah, because I'm tired of listen, you got to keep up here socially and I'm tired of wearing the same clothes that I wore in high school and college. Like at some point it's time to move on. Here's the problem. The budget's not necessarily there to buy all these things. Last May I went on a on an idiotic jewelry spending spree where I got a little bit of a bonus in May and work, and it's the smallest bonus of the year that I get. And I bought, I think, three bracelets and a ring and went... The ring is very... The ring, yeah. Yeah, well, <laughs> we should put it side-by-side side with the ring and the video of the, uh, the Instagram photos. It'll be right, right perfect there. And I was like, this is just money that I'm never going to get back. And the ring had an engraving on the, in the inside of it. So you can't, you can't return it for, for the, what did, for it, what did you put, what did you engrave on your own ring? You narcissist. Well, hold on. It's not about me. It's, it's not like I did like my initials on it. That's only for the AirPods. Your birthday. I lost, I lost this weekend. No, I, it was basically a substitute for a tattoo. I, I was, I was in, Inspired yeah. by, uh, you know, one of Rafa, our favorite right? Rafa, one of our favorite tennis players, and he, one of his quotes was "enduring means accepting." Clearly, something that he said in a time of struggle. Clearly, that's something I might have been feeling in a time of struggle, and that's what I got on the inside of this ring that I don't even wear anymore. If anything, it's uh, I keep it in my backpack when I travel for like a a good luck charm or something. Anyway, so laces. Yeah, like Nicole Jokic. Yeah. No, that's like the wedding ring stuff. This is, these guys that do why that. Why don't they play in the ring? Or why Like, why are you so, like, are you divorced from your wife the two and a half hours that you're on the court? Like, just take it no, off see, and leave it I in get your locker. I get it. Like, I, I do get it. But you can play in it. Like, it's not stopping you at all. I've been wearing the wedding ring for two years. I haven't had a single. You're not an athlete. Let's let's it doesn't matter when I play golf, when I play tennis, I could wear the ring basketball. So I think basketball, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to wear jewelry. Oh, you think? Yeah, because think about think that rings on his on on his finger. If he clocks somebody, that's way worse. We've got issues already. I hate I'm not saying clock. I'm I'm saying incidental contact over their earrings. I think it looks so stupid. What over the earrings? The tape over the earrings. Yeah. I mean, same, similar so concept. Oh, dumb. I get that. Earrings are sharp, though. What is this, like, dull ring? She's a fucking callus from golf yesterday. Yeah, that's that's a I sign of golf in now three playing. months. Hit 150 balls on the range before the round. and Disgusting. But, hey, you found something, so that's I did all find that matters. Something. It was the DJ. I put my hands, like, extra forward. I hit on the first hole. I I was playing with a father son duo. I tee off. Were they good, by the way? No, no. The okay. dad was actually he was pretty good. He was like a chubbier, like five foot five guy. The son was not good, but the dad was solid. He wasn't like good. I mean, I don't know. He's probably a little better than me, or maybe some. I don't know. Maybe I just gave him too much credit. Just a smooth stroke. First drive, I took fifty yards to the right. Like I was, 
there's a golf course, a different course that runs parallel to it. Like there's a little fence. I hit it like right next to the fence to the other course. Second shot, try to go between two trees, hit the tree, go 50 yards back. And I'm in the middle of the fairway, like 125 out. And the pin is on the left side of the green, like pretty far left. I take a gap wedge. I hit it to two feet. And they thought I was like, you, they thought you were Michael Block. You hit the first <laughs> shot off the property, and then exactly. the second one, you're like on the green with a chance to make par. I stuffed it, and I made the putt. And then the next two holes, I made uh, bogeys off of hitting like 25 foot putts. And I just got this like false sense of confidence that like now I can putt. And the whole day, I didn't miss a putt. Like I didn't make every putt, but like no bad misses, like no three putts. Every putt, like if I was 45 feet away, I'd put it to two feet just because like I thought I could putt. No gimmies, nothing. No gimmies. I hit every putt because I was by myself. Like, what was it? I don't care. And I made it was just like a I just thought I could putt. So I was able to putt. I mean, you've seen my putter. I got it to play it against sports for four dollars because store that doesn't even exist anymore. Are they out of business? They have to be. There's no way they're selling that plaza. No, I not in um, not in not in our in our town. Not in our, yeah, You're saying here. elsewhere? Oh, here. here. Yeah. Oh, I know. My philosophy locations. on on buying a putter and practicing putting is that I'm going to be really bad at it anyway. So I might as well like use the money on clubs where it can make a difference in my game. A four hundred dollars right. Scotty Cameron and the putter I got it played against sports zero game. impact, zero yeah. impact. Nothing. Yeah, that makes sense. We got on this topic by talking about shopping and erroneous uh, decisions and rings and, and sports. But where I was going with this was I did some shopping this weekend and also on my trip in Italy and popular men's clothing brand Hugo Boss. And I really like this brand. I've been wearing their clothes for a decent amount of time now. And obviously their logo, for those who aren't familiar, is on the left side of your chest, there's a sign that says boss. And they recently changed their branding a little bit such that the the logo is different. It looks a little bit more chic, athletic, um, less sort of uh, stuck-up-ish and snobby like the old logo used to look. And I I was shopping with a friend, uh, the same friend that I posted Instagram pictures with. You guys went shopping together? I mean, we're on a trip together. We're staying in the same hotel room. We're going to go through the same stores. Now, definitely. Are you kidding me right now? What am I supposed to do? Stand outside the store and wait? Just a peculiar activity to choose to do together. I mean, I, you, I can't do anything. I mean, <laughs> but by your logic, it's just yeah, sitting, yeah, hold on, hold on. sitting at when home try- the whole day. When you tried on the Hugo Boss shirt in the dressing room, do you invite him in to ask his no. opinion? No, but this gets better. So story number one, he, he said that he will not buy Hugo boss because he hates being called boss. And he, he would hate to see that on a shirt. You get it now. And now he's in my head because I really like some of their stuff. I thought about buying it at the airport too, but the prices were outrageous. And then I went to the actual store uh, yesterday and looked around, looked around thought about buying something and this boss thing couldn't get out of my head. I just couldn't shake it. Are you afraid that someone's going to look at it and like refer to you as boss or you has just... never happened before. If anything, I've gotten positive feedback on. It. I mean, I'm not getting feedback on it from guys. I'm getting feedback on it from girls. They like it. So that's ultimately all that matters. Yeah. I mean, listen, I am in no position to give you any sort of fashion advice. Hannah actually thinks you dress like super well. She always tells me I should dress more like you. And I mean, you know, I have seven white shirts. I have seven black shirts. Um, I wear the Blame. same attire. I mean, I, you know, I firmly believe, I don't think I'd look that much better if I dressed better. I just think I have like a weird body shape and I'm overweight. And like, that's not true. Like, I think if I had like a ton of money, I think I can get like really nice fitting clothes and it would look good. But yeah, I mean, you know, I got two pairs of jeans. Um, Hannah actually got me this Lululemon. It's called a shacket. It's a shirt jacket. Mm-hmm. 
really nice. I love wearing it. It's like one hundred fifty dollars. I would never buy that for myself. Is it a? Does it fully zip up? Is it like a pullover? What it's is a, it? It's a button up, but not like a button. It's like a they, they click together. I understand. Um, it's really nice, like a beige color. And she got me like a ninety dollar Travis Matthew golf polo. I can't wear it enough. I and it's white, and I hate wearing white because I feel like it makes me look even fatter. But um, it, it looks good. I, you know, I do like it, I guess. Like when she buys me nice things, I like wearing them, but I just can't like, I can't justify buying it for myself. I, you know, I, maybe if I had a lot more money, I probably would, but I don't know. Yeah. So here's, so here's someone who doesn't have that much money and still buying, go to these outlet malls yesterday in, in the Hamptons uh, on Long Island. And I bought, so we had, we had five people, one girl and four guys doing shopping, all friends. And we naturally split up a little bit. I went to the Armani store, bought an EA7 Armani shirt, had, had, had one in the past at tour, bought this one. And then I walk into J crew, J crew, popular, pretty cheap prices can get decent stuff. And I'm looking at stuff. And meanwhile, I had no idea, but another friend of mine was in the fitting room and he's trying on a bunch of pants and he comes out of the fitting room as I'm walking into the fitting room. And he looks at me and he says, by the way, if you want to try out X, Y, Z pair of pants, they're in there. And so I go in the fitting room. After he just put them on? After he just put them on. And I was like, oh, what the hell? I'll put it on. I put on that pair of pants and it fit me really well. And I was like, okay, I'll just leave these in the fitting room. I'll go back outside and I'll buy the same pair of the same size. Of course, there's only one size, one, one pair with that size. And the lady who runs the fitting room brought that pair back to the outdoor, not the outdoor, but the store area. And I ended up buying that pair that the other guy tried on and then I tried on and then I took it home with me. Thoughts? Immediately laundered it. I mean it's it's in the hemper right now with, with all my other dirty stuff. In the hemper, the laundry hemper. Hamper. Hamper. Hamper? Are you serious? This is such a for this isn't your like this happens to me sometimes. There are certain words that we learned in Russian only household items. Always for me, it's kitchen stuff. I struggle so much. My English is better than my Russian, but there are certain English words that I can't get in the kitchen because my mom always, when I moved in with Hannah, I had this problem, but hamper for Karzinka, right? Isaac, whatever. It doesn't matter. There was no term that was specific to laundry. That was hilarious. That's so good. The laundry hamper. Yes, it's in, it's in there right now. So fortunately, that was all I bought. They had these 40% off plus an additional 30% off Memorial Day sales. So buying those two items was less than $90 for me. So it didn't break the bank the way that $1,000 worth of jewelry did the last year. So Is that, is that the same time as the watch? The watch... I got the the Chanel the, watch. What was it that you shipped back to or wouldn't ship back to London and they threatened to send you to collections? That was a bracelet. Okay. That was a bracelet okay. that uh, they still, they forgot about. So I, I, I they weren't going to spend the time to send you to collections. Well, I, I responded to them and then they didn't follow up after that. So I, I bet they get back to me in six months asking the same thing. Pretending like they don't know what's going on. So we'll see. And you disputed it and won the dispute with the credit card. Yeah, but that's you're I don't know if this is a hot take. You're always gonna win disputes. You're always gonna win disputes. There was Did I dispute my four hundred thirty dollar uh windshield replacement? That's playing with fire. It's there's I feel like that's a big enough expense where something there needs to be Chase some kind is of trail. Send out like an appraiser. <laughs> no, I don't think they're going to send out an appraiser, but there's also the karma piece of it. There, there's different pieces of We're it. We're so gone on karma after the two hundred fifty dollars Venmo thing. The two hundred fifty dollars Venmo. I found a hundred bucks 
straight cash on the street last week, lost my AirPods a few days later. So that karma went out the window. I was also same group I was with this weekend. This, this one friend of mine, she was buying Chobani yogurt from a supermarket and she rings up the Chobani. It's like $5, $8, something like that. Pays with Apple pay leaves, gets a notification on her card that she got charged $61 minutes after walking out of the store. And of course, what do you think happened? She didn't finish the payment process and whoever came next to her used her information to pay and then just left. Because you got to hit like finish and pay. Exactly. And they probably got it with like the roundup to charity bullshit that these stores love to do where it's like that money's not even going to charity. So I tell her, I'm like, hey, just dispute the charge. You'll win. Call it a day. Nope. She calls the credit card, spends the time explaining them what happened. The fact that she specifically bought yogurt. And I'm like, just take your $61 and go home. Nope. She ended up going, having to make time to go to the store the next day. And they gave her back 61 minus whatever the yogurt cost. It's like, can, can, we, can you just stop being a good person it, at some these point? These people think they have some like moral high ground over everybody else. They can't do any, you know, scandalous it things. Was, it, it was user-like behavior because naturally, of course, I then came on that same supermarket trip because they needed a guy to carry around a bunch of water bottles and Tostitos chips. So that was, it was just ridiculous all around. Like just take so your stupid. $5 for yogurt. Like, you're, you're going to be fine. I'm thinking now about uh, disputing a few charges just to do like one a month, set a reminder in your phone to dispute like this one isn't, charge a month. This isn't our DoorDash what? Uber Eats situation. It's a hustle. You're, it's theft. It's not a hustle. It's theft. <laughs> I mean, with, with DoorDash and Uber Eats, like they screw up a decent amount. So you can at least, you can at least somewhat justify it. I don't know. Should we open this can of worms to the public? Let's save it for another show. We got to talk about succession. We got to talk about succession. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Give me your, I mean, when did you watch? Did you watch late Sunday, early Monday? I, I watched Monday morning in a dark basement on my iPad, not where I wanted to watch it, but because I've been following the show so closely through friends and social media, I felt like I had to watch it as soon as possible um, to not get it spoiled or to prevent myself from spoiling it for for me. So, yeah, I watched there. Not ideal. Would have loved to have watched on my TV. But I have to say I I was underwhelmed and pleased at the same time, which makes no sense. But I think part of me was anticipating a massive, crazy shock ending. Like I think we talked about in the previous episode, I thought that Roman was going to die or kill himself when he went out and and was punching those protesters on the street. But I thought something crazy was going to happen and really the exact opposite of it happened. We... We'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the TikTok spoilers that were going around. Not spoilers, but conspiracy theories. If you had told me maybe six episodes ago that Tom ended up on top, I wouldn't have believed you. I would have said there's no way. I told you like before this season started that I was kind of rooting for Tom. Like we had this conversation. I've always I've always liked Tom, um, not in terms of his business acumen. But just like his character, he just seems like a a decent guy who is in with sharks. Um, and I think he 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 wasn't one of them. Like he never he was an outsider. He wanted to be like them from a money and richness and wealth. He wanted to be powerful, but I think that kind of power takes generations. Like unless you're the guy, like when you start off. It's hard to become that person like the the Roy kids are like that a little bit as descendants. Logan is built different. 
and his descendants then, you know, kind of inherited some of that sharkness. But Tom is from like what Minnesota He's just a person like just a normal person, probably very smart. You know, if you think in, in reality, probably would be a very smart person, um, but so corporate buttoned up ass kisser and he played the game like he played the game all that's not real that would never ever ever happen in my opinion that that kind of that the daughter's husband becomes the ceo yes the 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 son-in-law who's kind of the you know the ugly duckling and everybody likes to make fun of sometimes he is a wet napkin Yeah. yeah he's just you know he's bland gets chosen to make a meteoric rise and become the CEO of one of the most, you know, profitable organizations in the world. Like that doesn't seem real, you know? Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen with the Murdochs. I think, I think Rupert's going to, when Rupert dies, Lachlan will become the CEO and that'll be that. Who is Lachlan Ken? He's the guy. He's he's the one that's calling all the shots on Fox, basically. It's I so love I guess I guess he's Ken. It's so yeah. fun to like look at the parallels. I think it's great. Yeah, there's a lot of there's been a lot of reporting done on that, but I think there was a bit of a sort of Shakespearean piece when they fought in the conference room, like peak drama, climactic moment, stuff that is extremely and the show is built on awkwardness and silence and fuck and um and these all these pauses in conversation. But I can I was gonna ask, can you imagine if you saw a board meeting and a fight breaking out outside the glass? We can't imagine that. We've never been in these rooms except maybe for interviews. I don't but, think that they're they're children. Like I would they're so immature that I don't think that exists in boardrooms. I I don't like, I think it was so exposed in that conference room when Kendall screams, I'm the eldest boy. Like his baby came out. He's a baby. Right. And Roman is a child. We knew this the whole time. Like that was so, so exposed in that moment when he screamed, I'm the, the eldest boy. He was so immature. And I just don't think you get that many immature people in a room in a boardroom. No, the the maturity was the was Frank running the show, and people calmly yeah. people calmly saying yes or no. Even the Stewie needed to get his two cents in by saying, "Ah, oh, I'm with Ken. It's a no for me or whatever the fuck he said." Like that. I would love never Stewie. Happen. I've always loved Stewie. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's, he's your so typical great. private equity hedge fund asshole. That's that's what he is. And hopefully, I, uh, if he, I ever go into that industry, hopefully no one ever watches this. He has got to be, I mean, he's young and he's got to be so rich, like self-made rich. He's not a real person, obviously, but <laughs> you understand what I'm saying. I always thinking like, God, he's killing it. Like what? 42? 40? I have, I have, are you, do you, have you heard his age? Or Is he in anything that? else? I just thought he was so good. He was one of my favorite characters. Not, I think he's definitely in other stuff, and I, I want to say he's from Chicago. I think he's from Chicago. How about uh, how about Gina Gina Baxter? Gina Baxter, she plays, she plays she's the c word in every show she's right in. Too. She plays what? The c word in every show she's in. I'm not. I, I'm yeah. not bleeping that out. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing to bleep out. The quadriplegic Sandy was such a stupid character. We didn't need him. It, it seemed like in the last season, he was in such bad health, couldn't attend anything. Yeah, and then, and then this season, every major thing that happens, he's getting wheeled in in a wheelchair everywhere. You know what? They never answered what Pierce. We never got a Pierce resolution. Pierce's that was a smoke screen for the drama again between the two sides at the start of the season. I, I would bet, I don't know if they're going to do a spinoff or not, maybe something about Greg, who knows, but I would bet that in, and their spinoffs are never good. They're never good. And like, I I'm with you. I understand what you mean. 
it's hard to make a perfect finale. We talked about this last week. It's hard to make a perfect finale. Somebody had to be, you know, I think each character got a resolution, either good or bad. Um, Tom won. Shiv lost. Roman kind of won, in my opinion. What did he win? He's free. Like, he didn't want this. I don't think he ever wanted it. Like He never knew what he wanted because but, he but couldn't now handle. He, he has no handle. obligation to anybody, including his siblings. He cut ties, right? Kendall, they like not cut ties, but the, like, I think the sibling relationship peaked at Caroline's house and it's all downhill from what Roman said to Kendall can never be unsaid. Kendall putting his hands on Shiv can never be undone. Like, those were the two worst things they could do. Kendall putting his hands on his pregnant sister. Roman calling Kendall's children. Not, bionic? Not the bionic one, one of the ones that he said? No, he said, um, he said, there are two randos. One's a fill-in. The other's half Rava, half some filing cabinet yeah. guy. That's yeah. so good. Also, Kendall's kids are like Rava looks like she's half Indian. Well, so, well maybe this answers our, maybe this answers our question, right? Because for the longest time people were acting were were asking like why do they pick these actors for the kids? And now now maybe it makes think, sense. I think I, I didn't know that was like a real common thing. I think they just had a hard time finding like a half Indian actors. If if you ask me. I don't think we'll ever get a resolution to that. I didn't know that was a theory that those weren't his kids. I think it maybe fits now, but that's the other problem with when you're trying to do such a dramatic ending and you bring out these pieces of information that have never been mentioned before. It makes it a little, a little tougher. Like we knew we, we thought that Kendall killing the, the kid was going to come out and then it was hilarious that he denied it. That was um, so that was so weird. Weird. He like, like that was that was pathological. Worse. Like heat of the moment. I'm losing this. Oh my god! Level type of panic. He handled that whole situation as poorly as possible. He invalidated his argument. Just like role. he botched the the what was it the no confidence board vote. In yeah. the first season yeah. on Logan, because he he showed up late, he got stuck in traffic on the way there, and then he couldn't get his ducks in a row for the people that were voting when he got there. It was that's his story. He he tries and he and he screws up. up. Yeah, I'm gonna watch from the beginning again. Um, I just it's great and it's funny. Like it's incredible that they could make like Ozark was unintentionally funny because Bateman is so dry and like he's just unreal but succession had jokes like they made things funny random characters would be funny like roman's hilarious greg's hilarious tom's hilarious con was never funny funny. what con connor he's he's funny to laugh at yes he's never said a funny thing ever it's like god how is such a Coward of a man, real. It's the first dead air we've ever had. <laughs> Staring at each other. Where do we go next? <laughs> it's okay to our second listener on Spotify and our um, Belgian friends. Okay, I I don't know. I don't have a graceful transition to this, but we're back on dating corner. So. I told you I was in the Hamptons, Long Island this weekend. Sunday, do a day trip to Montauk, which is like the bougiest of all the areas. A lot of very nice houses, exclusive bars, difficult to get in there unless you get there early, long lines when you do get there. So I was in a group of seven people. Three of them got there early. Myself and three others came later. So we're standing in line. What group is this? Is B group? No. This is a group. Got it. So 
the two groups do not do not merge under no. any circumstances. No, never have. This is uh, we're gonna have to give this level bleeps right now. Um, so I'm standing in line, and line's long. It's not hot, but you're still standing around. You want to be inside, drinking, eating, listening to music, etc. And I got nothing to do in this line. We're trying to, we're not going to be able to cut it. We're just waiting and it's barely moving. And I take out my phone and I decided to call my grandparents. Just, I had nothing to do. Nothing to do. To speak to them in Russian and this exactly. line of people. They don't pick up, which is shocking because they almost yeah, always pick up. you think like, uh No, 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 no. It was, I knew they were probably my uncles or something. Either the, the Wait, landline, what, what? Landline? landline? Yeah, of course. It's amazing that they still have a landline. It's they a, don't use their cell phones unless it's an emergency. I always really call funny. landline. Yeah, they don't pick up, and I leave them a voicemail. Look at twenty second voicemails, basically saying, "Hey, I'm all right. Uh, trying to catch you guys. I'll call you back the next day or whatever." And I've been sending them some pictures too, so they they know I'm okay. I hang up the phone. And I didn't really leave the line. I maybe took like two steps back. Nobody was paying attention. I didn't mind speaking speaking Russian. And this pretty attractive girl who is standing with a group of her friends behind me, she walks up and goes, "Was that Russian?" And I said, "And I said yes." And she was like, "Yeah, I I don't I don't speak Russian, but I have a lot of Russian Jewish friends." And after hearing them talk for many years, I can, I can recognize when somebody's speaking Russian. And I, shit you not, I couldn't have frozen more. I'm, I literally, like, I think I said something like, oh, like, that's funny or that's cool. And then I didn't speak to her. <laughs> this was the most missed opportunity of all time. And I... I mean, I'm, I'm over it. Like I'm not losing sleep over it. It doesn't sound like you're over it. I mean, this was, you know, you know, what made it worse was you might as well have given her a high five and just turned around. So I didn't turn around. Like I was doing the thing where like the line is going this way and she's standing here and I'm facing the way that I'm facing you right now. I'm doing like the sideways, the arms cross, you know, the hand, the hands on the sides, that type of thing. Fidgety. Yeah, well, I wasn't fidgety, but and the, I think what made it worse is that my friends roasted me for it after. They were like, "What the fuck, dude? That girl started talking to you." Oh, they were, were all in line with you. Yeah, they were in line with me. There were three of them in line with me, and and they were like, they were like cheering me on without saying anything. And then after the fact, they were yeah. like, "What are you doing?" And that's what made it the worst. Like when the peer pressure comes in, and usually it's like. You feel like you're the you're being the the cringe guy if you're the one walking up to them and trying to start a conversation and you don't know how it's going to go and it's like this literally fell into my lap like she wanted to talk and I just didn't do anything. We had we talked a little bit more as we we stood in line for another 25 30 minutes and a couple other conversation topics came up, people cutting the line, the length of the line, the time, the weather, the train schedule, a bunch of nonsense. You uh, just, you touched on every icebreaker possible. Holy shit, the weather can't get over. Not a no, cloud I mean, in the sky. <laughs> it's not these things came up organically between the two groups. It wasn't like I wouldn't be talking to her one on one about the weather. I'm not that bad, but I just and 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 all these people in line live in New York. Like the excuse of I was maybe I was three hours outside the city. All these people are going back to the city after the long weekend. So it's not like I would I could have pulled the excuse to myself of oh she doesn't live by me this isn't nothing's going to go anywhere this isn't going to happen like I could have talked to her for 10 minutes and gotten her number and it just didn't work I mean I yeah, I'm you got to you got to go out and redeem yourself Yeah I'm going on a date tomorrow night I guess that's feverishly swiping on Tinder ever since I'm not on I'm not on Tinder. You keep you keep going on the Tinder thing. I'm not on Tinder. Why? What's the Well, I feel like I, I think Tinder Tinder's at the Tinder bottom and... of the barrel at this point. 
Like to, it's it? got the hookup only type of reputation. Is there like a setting you could put that's like not interested in anything serious? Yes, I don't know if it exists on Tinder, but for instance, on on Hinge, which is I think number one in terms of popularity and just conversation that I hear, and then maybe Bumble number two. I don't have the numbers in front of them, but on both of them, you can put a setting of whether you're you're not sure or you're casual or you're. What's your setting? I've been putting it on long term. I mean, that's the truth. That's the truth. We're not getting any younger. Like you said, closer to 30 than 20. Well, yeah, but then that, then you start applying artificial pressure on yourself, which isn't good. I don't, I don't respond well to that. So. Going to cower on Tinder. I mean, okay, cool. Girl texts you like, Hey, how's this place? Cool. Yeah. Cool. I I'm I need right, to you bounce myself. back. I need to redeem myself. This you will be a good. This will it'll be a good clip. It'll be a good clip. That's it sure. will be a good clip. I think the listeners want to know where. Uh, I mean, we need we can reply to our our original clip um, of of your first. I you know I think we'll stay stay tuned and say we do the podcast. Like say we keep doing it for a year or two. I think our day one listeners will be super bought into when you eventually, you know, settle down. Yeah. Like, just like we're invested in the lives of other podcasts that, that we listen to. Truly. Like, I, I really feel that, you know, like it, I, it's really annoying. Like when people pretend like they actually care, but it's cool. Like, it's cool to see people evolve and, you know, well, we're trying to, we're trying to build a community, right? We, we want people to be invested in us just like we want to be invested in their cynical takes. So when you guys like comment, tell us, you know, W podcast, W, yes. w video, W gentleman. I mean, it makes us feel good. W gentleman. Gentlemen, one guy's wearing a, a Blackhawks sweater and the other guy is high school jacket, high school That's jacket funny. to cover up his second chin. Yeah. And, I, uh, and, a, and a white shirt with holes in it that doesn't say boss on it either. I speaking of white shirts with holes on them, a, a common thing that we talk about, and I think we need to put this out for listeners to see if anybody understands. There's, there's a word in Russian. It's called, it literally means like dirty, filthy. And there are certain people. We should challenge the see. listeners to pronounce that. That is a, a tough one to G R A Z N I Y. That's that's what that's what we usually type out. It, it's it's brutal, um, but it means dirty. And we refer to certain people as grazne. Like when you know how when somebody looks, and I'm not talking about like homeless. We're not level. saying homeless. Like, about, like that's obvious. I'm talking about a normal person dressed up going to work, and it's like their hair is like long and greasy, or their facial hair looks. Like it would smell like salami or their skin looks oily. Like it's an, it's an indescribable thing that you it's just visual know. only visual and smell. Oh, I mean, it's not even smell a lot of the time. It's purely visual. And then you make the inferences based you on that. You associate a phantom smell with coming out of their like, breath based on a couple ingrown hairs on their beard or something. Yeah, like the warts. Jack Harlow today, his long curly hair looks like it would just have like a, I don't know, like raspberries stuck in it. Right, just it's, something it's like, gross. And obviously, Jack Harlow has millions and millions of dollars, but it's like probably smells amazing because he's always wearing cologne. Like and, what? I just don't understand how how does a woman look at that and get excited? Like I just I don't get it. It's so off putting. Joakim Noah. Now he looks better. Um, he's older and not playing basketball and has money. But when he was like 24, he was so gross. The ponytail when he let Ugh. his hair down. Oh, <laughs> when he let his hair down, it's disgusting. It's like when uh, Hannah told me I didn't know about this before about the ick, like just in general. I hate that term, by the way. I it's hate like it people too. hate, hate it. the term. Like everybody hates the term moist for whatever reason. I hate the term ick. I hate it gives the, me the cap. Ick. I hate that. How about cap? 
No cap. I'm fine with cap. You, it's do you dumb. say cap casually? I don't like, say it, but I think it's dumb, but I don't find it gross. Like, cap is bad. Bet. You know, bet. When I text someone, hey, let's do something. Oh, and I get bet, back, dog. Oh, bet. Like, you're not that guy. You know that you know that me the gift. Yeah, who is that guy though? You're not that who's, guy, pal. Who's who says bet that's cool? Nobody. You have to be a professional athlete to say bet or a rapper. You can't. I don't even you know who I, came up with it to begin with. Someone says something to us and I'm like, "Oh yeah, bet." Mm-mm. Nope. Not going to not going to go. But yeah, Grazny people. I mean, we'll use the earlier clip when we described it, but I just I can't. That's it. That's the whole. That's the whole segment that you just don't like. <laughs> you just can't can't wrap your head around it. I mean, I just listen. I don't like. I shower an adequate amount. I am not an over shower. I'm not obsessed with hygiene. Okay, hold on. Define ad- what's adequate. These days, I shower an adequate amount. I don't go anywhere unshowered that I would need to be showered. I also am fortunate. I don't get BO. Like it would take like a week of not showering to get BO for me. I don't know why I like, I just don't get BO. Um, and, and Hannah's confirming this confirmed, confirmed. Yeah. I will eventually get BO. Like I have gotten BO before on like a, a long non shower stretch and like a couple workouts or, you know, like a sweaty night and, Thick sheets, you know, something to talk about gross, but (laughs) a sweaty night with thick sheets. What are we talking about here? Um, no, I shower five days a week, probably. Oh my God. I was hoping you were going to at least say once a day. No, see, I I will debate how many. Fellas, how many days a week do you sh- how many times a week do you God, shower? All these fat slobs are gonna comment like twice a day. And in, in, in reality, they look like Charlie the whale. You know, like I don't believe it for one fucking second. Here's my shower routine. Okay. I go to work Monday through Friday. Maybe one day a week I'll stay home. I always make sure to go to work showered. I will not go to work unshowered. Okay, and I'm a, I'm a night before shower guy because I got to leave for work like by 6 a.m. I can't shower in the morning. It's not possible. I shower the night before and I change clothes in the morning. I put deodorant on. I cleaned up. I fine. Normal. That's normal. normal. I will not shower Friday night. And if we go somewhere Saturday that I need to be showered, I will shower on Saturday before we go. But if we're going to the zoo... I live in fucking Texas. It's a thousand degrees. I'm not going to shower before the zoo. Okay. And if we come back from the zoo and we'll go to the pool or something, I'm going to feel clean after the pool and Sunday morning, we're not going anywhere. I'm not going to shower. I will ride it out and then I'll shower on Sunday. So my usual, so you're going to, so you would, you would, you could go 48 hours without showering. You're saying wouldn't bother me all day. Yeah. I don't care. I don't, I don't understand that. I don't get BO. That's what I don't. Okay, smell. Well, forget, don't forget. Okay, dirty. The BO is an external thing, right? It's a smell. I I will literally, if I don't shower before I go to bed, and unless I showered at like six p.m. and then I went to bed a few hours later, if I don't shower before I go to bed, I will feel like sticky and sweaty, laying down in my bed. Maybe that's that's maybe that's just a me problem. No, I've I've heard. I sweat say more. I just I can't handle those. that. No, <laughs> there's a guy. Oh, this is talking about gross. Um, name starts <laughs> played on the our college tennis team. Uh, quit the year that I that I joined. Yeah, he wasn't on. He was really talented. Really okay. Yeah, really talented. Yeah. He he had BO, okay? And we would practice. This was unacceptable to me, okay? This was unacceptable. We'd practice at 6 a.m. or 5.30 or whatever, and we'd most people would have class that day after practice. You eat breakfast after practice, mm-hmm. you shower, and then you go to class. Or you don't go to class, but you shower, okay? If you have to go straight to class, fine. I get it. Late, late practice, go straight to class. Yeah. You get back to the dorm if you have time. You fucking shower because we just ran for two hours. This guy wouldn't shower, would just get into his bed in fully clothed in the same. And he was a sweaty dude. And people 
and I would hang out in their dorms like all the time and people would find it just so repulsive and I get it. It is repulsive. I'm smiling because I've definitely been in this guy's position where I came, I had the classes right away and I was hungry. So I went, you know, breakfast before lunch after, and then I would come back and I would have like a couple hours free, maybe before one last class. And I would have to think, do the math shower or take a nap. Like I had time for one of the two. And sometimes I made the wrong decision, but again, it was out of necessity. I think this guy truly had bad habits. He always smelled the problem with, but he wasn't, was he so he clearly wasn't self-conscious about it. Like how, how can you walk around knowing that you smell like shit and not caring? I, how is that in your DNA? I think most people don't know if they smell like, that's why I'm sure you asked if I really, if Hannah substantiated that I don't have BO, like I asked her, I'm like, Hey, I feel like I don't have BO. Do I have BO? I was like, no, not really. I mean, you have had it before, but it's, you know, it's rare. I, I think the college showers too, like it was such a chore having to go into that communal, disgusting shower and see people and hear people while you're showering, listen to people's music and the speakers. Like this guy in my dorm would always have a speaker. I, mean, I played a podcast while I would shower. I was one of those guys. Uh, I hate you. <laughs> and that's just, can you shower for five minutes? You have your fucking caddy with everything. And then you'd have to, I just hate the it. Shower like, no wear the shower shoes. Where the shower, where the shower shoes. You have to, or else you're going to, or else you're going to get toenail fungus immediately. <laughs> Shout out, shout out, um, roadway in. Oh, that's exactly it's a story, story for another time. Yeah. I showering now is a different experience. Like I have a nice glass enclosed shower with, with a door. Guys love talking like, showers about, about <laughs> their showers. Well, you know, one day I, holy shit. <laughs> one day I would like to, um, I'd like to have like a bench and like, I want like a legit, like a handicap, a handicap situation, off the seat. not a handy, but like a marble bench and like a, a ceiling thing and a hose to like yeah. shower. Oh, that would be incredible. But now like I, we have, we have two showers. One is a bathtub that's by the baby room. And that's where we bathe the baby. But we have a bathtub in our bedroom too, and like a standalone shower, and it's fantastic. Like I love, I love not having a curtain. Like the door is such a game changer in the shower. It's just a better look. It's clear, and you don't, you don't have stuff dripping out. and leaking yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You open the door instead of fucking moving the curtain. It's just I I enjoy it much more. In college, it was such a chore. The shower every single time you got to walk out there. Did you walk? I mean, I would walk back to my dorm in the towel still. And, or did you change like in the bathroom? No, I'd walk out in the towel. I think you, the problem is you never em- embrace that. You kind of have to embrace that. That's part of the struggle in order to get through. I think it. that's the dumbest thing. What do you, but that's, a, that's, the, that's the, by I'm living not, in a prison. I mean, it's a fake it till you make it situation. You, every, every, every person in this country that goes to an undergrad school and lives on campus has to accept that at the very least year one and likely year two is going to be that kind of experience. But why, why do you need a roommate when in a year you can get your own room and it still sucks. Your sophomore year where, where we went to school is still a cell, but it was privacy. But your junior year, you can have those beautiful apartments. Those were really nice yeah. in the village. Yeah, yeah. Those are fantastic. Why can't we just have that for $65,000 a year? Why can't you want we just that from the start? That? You want that for everybody what, from the start? Yeah. What is – like what are we trying to prove? What are – I'm all about pay your dues and everything. But why like just make people miserable? It's a like, good take. How does that – how is that the college experience? So basically start – with freshmen living in, call it campus apartment housing, apartments, where it's su- yes, suites with four bedrooms, four to five people and two, in, and two in the bathrooms. place. But you get yeah. your own private bedroom, and 
you have you yeah two bathrooms you share a bathroom with another person it's still a different experience than what you came from but it's humanizing we were dehumanized it was horrible like i sound like such so so soft yeah but it just you know i i get it's for some people it's a i don't know my roommate's my brother for life but it was a night. We met, we met on, on our floor during orientation week, and we've been buddies for seven years. Yeah, the, the wedding speech is always, I met Jeremy at week one when he was passed out with his head in the toilet. <laughs> now he's getting married. That's my guy. <laughs> it's, I don't know. I, had, I did not have that experience at all. I, I think most people, most people probably don't think the way we do. Honestly, I think they obviously if you ask people, would you rather do communal bathrooms or would you rather have your own? They would say they'd rather have their own. But in the grand scheme of the whole concept of dorms, so many people are still signing up for it. But I also think there are some big schools that have a ton of funding that have these honors colleges. I'm talking like big Pac-12 SEC schools where if you applying as a high school senior get into one of these honors colleges, you're immediately living somewhere nicer as a freshman than everybody who's not in one of these honors colleges. And that's sort of a step one. But I I think there's only so many schools that can afford to do that, who can build separate nice housing for freshmen and sophomores. Everything else too late now. All these it's too late because all these dorms, you go to all these schools, the first dorms that I ever went to that I thought were a third world country was Illinois State University. I went there for um, a, uh, an academic competition. That's not okay either, I'm sure. And we were staying in these dorms and I was like, this is barbaric. This is barbaric. And I was probably around 12, 13, 11, 12 years old. And I guess part of me was just accepting of the fact that this is how college was going to be. And then, and then you normalize it for me when I stayed in your dorm, when I, when I visited the school that we went to when I was in high school. I don't let's, let's, let's finish up with, uh, you want to talk about the zoo. I know you mentioned the, the zoo is somewhere you guys frequent. Uh, it's a similar, similar concept. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to two part this, the zoo and the bike trails. So we, we just talked about Grazny people, dirty people. Okay. And similar concept, but we go to the zoo. We have a a 15 month old, 15 months old in two days. We go to the zoo as parents. Okay. With a stroller, all fucking decked out. And every single exhibit we go to, we got to stand there and wait for some adult to move out of the way. An adult without kids. An like, adult who's like a, a customer, right? Yes. It's the same kind of people that go to like Disney. I think those people are disgusting. Freaks. If you are going to the zoo for yourself and you are over 16, 15 years old, you're going for yourself. Something's wrong. You are so weird. Same with Disney World. The people that are like, I haven't seen the, the castle since COVID. Stop. Disney adults. Get some Disney help. adults. It's that MJ, stop it. Get some help. Get some help. That is not, that's for children. Disney is for children. The zoo is for children. It's so frustrating. My wife and I exchange a look every single time. I'm standing there with a fucking baby, okay, that just wants to see the animals. But I have to look over this enormous person's head as they're like, oh, my God, look at the gorilla. First time seeing, yeah. Get out of the way. You took a peek? I'm interested sometimes. I see things. I'm like, cool. Take a glance. Move. I get it. Okay, fine. You're there. It's interesting. The animals are cute. They're cool. Take a glance, go. You do not have to stand there and examine the animal's behavior. It's disgusting. I can't stand it. So now the second part of this, the the theme of this to me is people who love themselves too much. Like people that see themselves. 
themselves narcissists who wouldn't label themselves as narcissists. Maybe they're not bad people, but they're so living so much in their own world that it's, it's disgusting to me. So we live right by a lake with um, biking and hiking trails. It's a one and a half minute walk for us to get to these trails. And it takes five minutes to walk down to the lake. It's great. I love it. Um, when we hike there almost every weekend, we take the baby and we hike today. I actually went on a run there today. I'm fucking, wow. I am impressed with myself. I know. And it's more of a biking thing. I would say than hiking. I would say for every two hikers, you get five bikers. I sound like Dr. Seuss. Um, and these bikers, they're all, you can picture it. 24 plus aged men, 24 to 36 aged men, Fully shaved arms and legs. So seriously. Fully shaved arms and legs, but like thick beards. Hipsters. They look like they belong in Oregon. And they take it so seriously. And they like fly by you. And this one one time, specific example, there's like a really steep drop to get down to the lake, like a really steep walking down path. And for the bikers, it's like a challenge to climb it up. It's like a legit mountain bike. They have like jumps and stuff, but there's a really difficult thing for the bikers to like ascend. And it's like a point of pride for them. So one time we're hiking down at this point, the baby's like four or five months old. We're carrying a sleeping fucking baby. This drives me so nuts. And this loser is trying to ascend this thing. And we were not in the way, but we were there. So he had to be weary of us and he couldn't finish it. And he gets off the bike and he makes it so clear how displeased he was that we ruined his ascension of this. F- Dude, what the fuck is wrong with you that you care so much about ascending this bike path? And they're all like this. And every now and then you get a father, son, delightful smile have a great day enjoy beautiful out there and then you have these guys that are taking it so seriously and have their camelbacks on and they're like all right kyle let's hit the next pass now brother they are the worst of the worst of the worst and i you know i'll try to get a video one time and post it on on the two cynics tiktok but they're the worst people ever. They drive me crazy. I roll my eyes at them every single time I see them. There are some that are very considerate. Like we get out of the way as they're coming and they'll be like, hey, on your left, three more behind me. Cool. Appreciate All it. I need to know. That's All it. I need to know. That's it. Yeah. Just so we know to wait for three more and don't have to hop <laughs> out of the way. The others that just like zoom by you and make it so clear. How like, God forbid you're on our path, basically. Yes. They are so territorial and think it's their world. And that's what drives me nuts. This is the same as the zoo people. That's why I tied them together. I don't know what to do about those people. I, I've, when I run, I run in, in a busy area sometimes, depending on the time of day. It's just a, a lot of people like walking on this path. And I'm a little ashamed to say it, but sometimes I'll give a look to someone if they're like walking diagonally or taking up the whole width of the, of the path and just not being, not understanding how to walk. I feel like that's a New York unique situation, but always if, if you're somewhere that's got traffic, pick a side. I don't care if it's left or right. We don't need to do the whole, which side is it? Just pick one and leave space. That's, that's as simple as it gets. And as far as the zoo thing, I mean, the, the, the problem is we can scream about it all day long on the show, but you can't help these people. They're, they won't listen to any sense because either they've been raised to think that they're the center of the universe or other things have made them think that way. And if uh, Bill wants to, wants to look at, a gorilla or a, I don't know what the hell else you have in that zoo. I haven't been to a zoo in probably 10 years. Just wait until next time you visit instead of moving a couch. Oh. We'll go to the zoo. I mean, last time, last time I visited, we, we, I was pseudo chaperoning at a fucking playground. And so maybe a zoo might be an upgrade compared to that. The playground was good. I, 
we have a we'll have a whole episode next week. We'll discuss uh, all of your uh, all of the my uses. utilities, my yeah, utilities. All the utilities that that we've utilized over the last uh, eight years of you you visiting us. Um, oh God, we got to discuss buying a speaker at some point too. This is this is a long distance friendship in a nutshell, cynics basically. All right, that's a good stopping point. Uh, to all the cynics, thanks again for listening to episode six. Like, comment, share on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. We'll follow you back. We'll give you a shout out, uh, just like we did at the start of the episode. So stay tuned, and uh, we'll see you guys next week.